I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Speedway Tavern. Here's Mr. Michael Harris. Oh, good evening, everybody. I can't actually hear a thing, by the way. Can you? <laughs> Probably just as well, at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've literally just arrived in the studio, so I do not have my normal diatrobe. Um, so, other than to say good evening and welcome to the Speedway Tavern, everybody. Well, you did have something else, but we won't go there, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Please don't go there. No, not with people who are the dinner. So. <sighs> yes. <laughs> it's been an interesting couple of hours. Right. Um, whoa, lots to talk about tonight. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, I've just announced the um, lineup for uh, the uh, next year's Speedway Grand Prix. Have they you? have indeed, yeah. yeah. You noticed that? Ty Waffington's back in it. Back in it. Jason Dahl back in it back as well, it, of yeah. course. Three Brits again next year. Good stuff. So, yeah, look, looking good. Leicester. Back in the top flight again. That's. Uh, so I, I'd heard, I'd heard whispers a few weeks ago that right. they were. I think to be to be fair to Leicester, their position now is much more stable and stronger than it was when they were when last when they mm. last went into the top flight. I think in the last few years they've become a especially world run club, um, and I think they'll be in a in a strong position. I think what will help them as well is the fact that they're going to be running matches on Saturday anyway, because mm. of course they're still staying in the NDL. NDL. Yeah. Of course, their league matches will be Thursday in the top flights, but. Uh, Still have that regular Saturday fix as well for the for the lessons. It's um, good news for the Premiership. Mm-hmm. Bad news for the Championship. Well, it's a local derby that's been lost to Birmingham. Um, yeah, course, very so. bad news for Birmingham, I would say. Yeah, um, I'm trying to work out who, who our nearest. It would be Oxford. Wouldn't Oxford, it, yeah. yeah. Thank God Oxford came into it. I can't see Oxford. <laughs> I mean, I know there's been some talk about Oxford going up. But I really can't see that in just their second year back. No, um, I think that would be. Uh, I get the distinct impression that there might be a few. They might be trying to twist Glasgow's arm into going up as well. Which I suppose now with Edinburgh sadly looking like they're on the way out, there may be a possibility that Glasgow decide to take the plunge because they could certainly they could certainly sustain it. With their, you know, obviously they're very. How very many would that leave the championship with? Eight. Eight. Eight in the top flies, eight in the championship, so mm. it would be fair, even split. Well, it's been an even split. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about fair. <laughs> um, yeah. They're going to have to look at the um, rider situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, the big thing from, from my perspective, of course, is. Uh, would be Nick Morris because obviously mm-hmm. riding at number one for Wolves and riding well riding at number five for Wolves and riding at number one for Leicester. Um, 
he'll obviously have a, a choice to make. My, my gut feeling is that Nick Morris probably won't be at Wolves next year. I think he'll be leading Leicester's charge back in the top flight. That's that's just a hunch. But it would be a good sign for Birmingham to make in the Championship. I mean, he, that, that, that's the other thing. There's going to be a few riders made available yeah. in the Championship side of things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might... Um, who knows? Yep, I mean, we, we keep getting promised um, a really good um, lineup for next year, and I've no doubt that's what they, what that, what they will be trying to do. Um, well, the early signs and the early reports are encouraging, aren't they? They are very from, from a Birmingham perspective. Yeah. But uh, obviously, just right and see, of course, the the proof will be when we uh, when we have our first show next year. We're looking at the teams and whether we're tipping Birmingham to win the championship. So, well, I always tip Birmingham to win the championship, as you know, <laughs> as you know. Um, and it was nice to see the the. Nice comments that Justin Sedgman made about Birmingham. Uh, the other yeah, day. that was very encouraging. Mm. I think that's something that will sort of have done the rounds mm. with a lot of the other riders as well. Hence why we're hearing stories of a lot of riders have shown an interest in, in riding to Birmingham, moving to Birmingham next year, and that 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 bodes well. I think if you're in a position where you can trust the promotion, mm. it that's that's always the, always a very very positive thing to have for, for any speedo club in this day and age. Um, at this point, we normally ask Chris, um, who's had his haircut, I believe. I have, and I've had my um, ears lowered. So there you go. You've had your ears lowered? Yeah. yeah. Right. Make it look like I've had my haircut, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you've had some recapping, doesn't it? Uh, firstly, yeah. if, somebody, if, if somebody can give me a sound check. Oh, no need. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, uh, Elliot and uh, Bradley. Well, we normally ask you to, how can people um, participate mm-hmm. today? Okay, so uh, search on Facebook for UK Speedway Tavern. You'll find us on all the good Speedway uh, sites and groups. Also, uh, we are now live on um, YouTube uh, every uh, every Tuesday, same time. <laughs> yeah, get it out <laughs> so there. I'm, I'm, multi, I'm multitasking, I'm multitasking here. So. No such uh, uh, and also you'll find us on all the major podcast platforms uh, from Wednesday around about lunchtime. So that's, that includes Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Acast, Google, and many, many more. Back to you, and, Michael. And Alexa. Yes, yes, yeah, Alexa. Yeah. Awesome. You're a smart speaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and also um, some of you are already out there on the uh, shout box, but we'd love to get your comments and you guys run the show with, with your comments. So, uh, I mean, let's get into some of those comments, shall we? Uh, Elliot Hunt says, literally the same lineup except the new GP Challenge winner, Nielsen. Need more new riders to mix it up. Glad to see three Brits in the lineup as well. Um, yes, it is, I mean, the same as you were, 14 of the 16, I believe. Uh, well, it would be, um, I suppose the one thing he does rule out is any possibility of the, the Russian riders coming back into the into the field. Um I mean, to be fair, if they'd if they'd have put him in for next year, then it, it sort of says, "Well, why did you not? Why did you take him out last year?" Because nothing's changed, of course, with the situation, has it? So no, no, um, uh, no, nothing's been said about that. I, no, it seems to be it? very hush hush. There's a lot. There's a speculation that I mean, about Emil Sofud not possibly announcing his retirement if if the situation doesn't change and he's not allowed to to return to racing in Poland. Mm. Um, yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah. which is um, sad. It would be sad, yeah, because yeah. you know he's a 
top class rider and who's both him and, and Artem Laguta, particularly Artem Laguta, of course, having, having worked so hard to win that world championship, have found themselves out of the series through no fault of their own, really. No, no. Um, Pete Clark wants to know this is to you, Matt, how poor were Wolves last night? It was a disappointing performance. Um, started off really well with that 5 1 in the first heat, but I have to say, Shef, um, Sheffield really were solid all the way through. Um, Lewis Kerr. It's the best I've seen him race at Wolves. I, I don't think anybody in the stadium, I don't even think Lewis Kerr would have expected <laughs> Lewis Kerr to have had winning the page within his first three races. Adam Ellis rode very well on a mm. track that he doesn't, doesn't normally, normally like, does he? Yeah. Do that well at. Um, and they were solid. They didn't have any weak links all the way through. I mean, normally you'd have a situation with a team where the number one scores seven and the number five scores seven. You think, well, that's a comfortable home win, but they're middle order more than, than made up for that. But that hit, that five one in the final hit from uh, Sam Masters and Nick Morris that's that really has kept it very much alive because the tie's certainly mm. far from over. You know we've done well at Sheffield in the two in the matches we've been there this season. Is Sam Masters feeling his injury? Do you think because he hasn't didn't have the best of nights? No, he didn't have the best of nights. I think some. I think probably in a couple of the races towards the end. I think he was maybe trying a little bit too hard and just right. getting out of shape and, mm. and making a few mistakes. Um, but as I say, you know, Wolves have done well. Wolves have, have had a, a 46-44 win, a 46-44 defeat, and a, a 12-point defeat at Sheffield. You know, the 12-point defeat at Sheffield, I mean, Steve Worrell was, was missing for that mm. one. So, um, you know, a 5-1 in the first eight for Wolves, back in the tie, you know, level. Right, so exactly. it's certainly, yeah. certainly it's, far it's from over. Yeah, I, I think it is far from over. I, I thought I was going to get my draw all the way through, but mm. I was watching it on the updates. Look, I'm going to get my draw here. But I didn't. That's a shame. You're running out of time to get that draw. Uh, oh, it's been three seasons. And I still haven't got a draw. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Justin Sedgman rode well as well, didn't he? I he mean, did. Feel, Probably yeah. not a track again. A bit like no, Adam Ellis, not a track not that, uh, that he normally does that well on. Um, but as I say, no weak links in the Sheffield team. They were mm. they were solid all the way through. They didn't have that many last places. Uh, and I think just a few too many of the Wolves rides were just weren't. Quite on it yeah. on the night, so it is advantage Sheffield, but I don't think there's any. There's no way you could rule Wolves out of the meeting just yet. No, I don't not, think so. I, I don't. I don't think that, you know that they will be hoping. I suppose that Sheffield feel as if they've got one foot in the door. Mm, but yeah. if Sheffield are anything like a professional outfit, which I think they are, mm. um, they won't. <laughs> they won't less. It's going. It's going to be a good uh, one to watch on the on the box for sure. It is. Yeah, it's a shame um, really that it wasn't. Wasn't shown last mm. night, to be honest, because I mean the other tie was already with, over. With all due respect to Ipswich, the other tie was already mm. over. Um, obviously, I'm sure we'll be getting on to Bellevue and their their new signing in in due course. In due course, yeah. Um, and, and you can tell us what you 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 think about this. It reminds me of um, a certain Paul Greg Hancock situation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course. I mean, to be fair. Going by the rules, Bellevue haven't actually broken the rules. No. They have, oh, well. they've, you know, they've taken advantage of the fact that they've got a rider on a long-term injury mm. in in Max Frick, and they've been able to bring in a replacement. Mm. Well, you would you would want your team to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if it's not breaking the rules, you want them to to use the rules. I don't think, it, I don't think it's a situation like when mm. Paul bought Greg Hancock in, or dare I say it, when we brought Ty Woofington back in in 2016. Mm. Although. Wolfington, in fairness, did have an affiliation with Little anyway because he'd been with us when we won the league in 2009. Mm. Greg Hancock's ridden three matches for Paul, I think, or something like that. Yeah, and won a chance. Two of them were in the final, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Might have ridden a few more matches than that, to be fair, but, you know. 
Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll carry on through. Uh, why in the GP uh, to say the top six when it's the top 15 one newcomer? Well, I think they, they say the top six straight through. Mm-hmm. And then they have a pick of four, don't they? Yeah. And then it's the... It's invariably the four that have just missed out, isn't mm. it? So. Mm. I mean, I don't think you, you can argue with Jason Doyle and Ty Woffenden coming back in. Certainly really. Ty Woffenden, yeah, three times world champion. Um, yeah. And Jason Doyle as well on his day, still capable of, uh, of you know, of being, a, of being a dangerous rider. Mm. Um, I don't think, I mean, a lot of people say, well, neither are we going to win the world championship again. You don't know. I mean, the, the they said that about Greg Hancock. Well, that's what that's what I was going to say. Greg <laughs> Hancock went fourteen years without mm. winning a world championship, and everybody's saying, "Well, he's not going to win it again." And then suddenly, he won three out of five mm. in the following five years. So, you, you never, um, you never rule them out. I don't think you would put them down as a favourite to win it, but certainly you wouldn't. You'd never say never. Mm. Certainly, in the case of Ty Woodford, I think because I think Ty's still got the desire to. To come back and win, he certainly seems. It seems to me. Hopefully, he, he said because he said he's going to be knuckling under a little bit next year. Yeah, I think it's. So. I think a big thing for Ty really is going to be the fact that he's going to be able to get back to Australia mm. this winter because he hasn't been able to do it the last couple of years because of COVID. The whole COVID situation. Um, so yeah. I mean, you know, although he is a British, although he is British, of course, you know, Australia was where he grew up, and I think you know he's obviously more comfortable back over there, and I think mm. it'll give him an opportunity to have a proper, properly recharge his batteries, and he's making. Big waves about his plans for for twenty twenty three as well. Well, you don't say things like that if you don't mean it, because <laughs> it comes back to haunt you otherwise. Yeah, but I, uh, I've, I've got a sneaky suspicion that we might see a fully fired up Ty Woffington right back in the mm. mix. I'm not saying he's going to win the world championship, but but he's going to much be more competitive. Be, certainly a lot yeah. more competitive yeah. than he has been in the last couple of seasons. Uh, so Spuddy, he said he's heard rumours of a couple of names to top league teams already. Heard grumblings of a name or two for Brum too. You know, I've heard more than a few grumblings, um, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. A lot's going to depend, isn't it, on the points limit, as always. Sounds like the points limit, certainly in the top league, in the in the second tier, is going to go down, doesn't it? Well, I know um, that... Um, uh, promoter, his name is, is Lawrence Rogers. Uh, uh, no, Sorry, the Lord. other one, yeah, <laughs> Nigel Tully. There you go. Sorry, uh, Nigel. No, oh, Nigel's yeah. name never never disappeared. Not Nigel Tully um, has sort of intimated that it's going to be lower, but if there's going to be less teams, will it be? Will it need to be? Possibly, yeah. Um, well, if it's eight teams, then there's more riders to go around in that that division. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we'll, we shall see. I think the idea being. Reading between the lines for what he said, that is that nobody wants Paul to have three number ones riding for them next year. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, that, to be fair, you look at that Paul team. That Paul team would be competitive in the top league, wouldn't it? Mm, so, mm. but it's the way it goes. Yeah, you know, it's the way they. It's the way Paul obviously. Paul have obviously always had a, had a mentality of having a, a stronger team as possible mm. because they want to. You know, they want to be successful, which is you know to their credit, I suppose. It is. Yeah, um, you got to say. If it's eight teams each league, and that's what it ends up being, shouldn't we be rethinking promotion and relegation again? Well, they've tried it a couple of times, haven't they? Mm. And it's sort of... I think they've tried it half-heartedly a couple of times. Well, I think 
the last time um, the the, play, the relegation playoff was between Sheffield and Leicester, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. Leicester had a disastrous season, and, she- and Sheffield had been flying that season. Mm-hmm. And Leicester won both matches convincingly. I think that sort of put people off, didn't well, it? So. it shouldn't. It should. It, what it should do. I've said this before. You know what you you know that I have. What it should do is make them go. Okay, that didn't work. How do we make it work? Mm. Instead of just giving up. You know, and, and, and we do that too often in, with good ideas in this sport. Oh, it didn't work. Well, yeah, it didn't work how you wanted it to. So make it work how you want it. You know, what, 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 why didn't it work and work, work that out? Mm. For me. Um, Is the idea of Birmingham getting promoted back into the top league, would that, be, would that be appealing to the promotion at the moment? I wouldn't have thought so. They're just working out this league. I mean, I think they want to do a... Yeah. I suppose. I suppose. Looking at it logically, you, it would make sense for Birmingham to be in the same league as Wolves, Leicester, Sheffield, and yeah, there is like that, that. And, and, and there is absolutely where that. in the top. But, whereas obviously in the second tier, there's quite a lot of travelling now with with clubs, especially now mm-hmm. with Leicester. But there's more the decision to move up. The wage bill's going to be that much higher, and can we can, can they sustain it? I think Birmingham need to be run. Possibly long term is an, is an idea that the, the British promotion you're looking at is going back into the top league, but certainly not in the next five I would, years. I would, I would support them to, to, to do that when the time is right. Yeah. I want to... That's why I, I, I say promotion relegation is a good idea, because that's when the time is right. Yeah. Uh, invariably. And we've never won the Championship or the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and since 2007, and I would like to win it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is not a programme about Birmingham Speedway. Um, Elliot says, Wall started off well, then slipped after the first few heats. Sheffield were very dominant in the second half, which helped them get a good lead into Thursday. Is four points a good lead? I suppose any lead away from any lead, a good isn't lead. Any uh, Douglas was very poor. Yeah, um, Douglas had a poor night. And there were... Uh, not there last night. Hope he rides better on Thursday. Need the full team on fire to pick up a good win for a qualification to the final. You're going to have to hope, I think, that Leon Flint shows his liking for the Sheffield track again, aren't you? He does. I think the problem, again, the problem really that Wolves have had is that they've never had a meeting where both reserves are fired. You know, they only scored, I mean, Leon Flint had a really poor night last night, which, you know, is disappointing compared to his recent form mm-hmm. around Mamba, albeit he hasn't ridden there for over a month. Um, and Drew Kemp was, was a little bit better, scored five points, but again, two last places. Um, that's been the Achilles heel, I think, for Wolves this season. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, too, too many, probably too many of the riders, really, that haven't really pushed in a fun way on you their average. You can't complain too much. You've got through to, to the playoffs. Um, yeah, it was pretty much the same team last season mm-hmm. that got to the playoffs but didn't get any further. So. Rumours are that Chris Harris has already signed for Leicester next season, says Craig Smee. Oh, that'd be interesting yeah. for the Coventry legend Chris Harris at Leicester. Leicester, yeah. And then riding for Birmingham, at least he'd just stop in red and yellow. <laughs> I'm, 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 went, not, I'm saying that. I'm not saying that yeah, he's riding I for mean, Birmingham. I, I, went, I, don't I went know to Leicester's first match back in the top flight because um, Bomber was guesting for Wolves that night and I think they were, they, they were certainly... Uh, Warming up for Coventry's uh, arrival at uh, Bowman Lees well, with the reception they've, they've bombed okay, that night, to right. be fair. They re- it was uh, really, uh, really vociferous. <laughs> it's, so, not, it's not the sort of track you would think Chris would do well at. I don't know. It's I mean, very gaity, isn't it? By all accounts, a lot of people have said that the racing there in the last, certainly the last this season has been mm. much improved. Um, I've not been to Leicester I for haven't been quite this a year. few years. Mm. Um, I think it's about five, six years since I last went there. 
Um, obviously, <coughs> plans to go there next year if they're mm. in the top flight, which of course they are, as we say. Mm-hmm. Albeit, uh, obviously, a long, long way away. But um, yeah, that would be um, that would be an interesting one. I, I, I still think there's a possibility that Nick Morris. Well, I think there's a strong possibility that Nick Morris will be back at Leicester next year, which will rule him out of of Wolves' plans. Mm. Um, but I think. You know, in, in Stuart Dixon, they have a, an outstanding team manager who's done a terrific job since he's been at, at Leicester. Um, it's a big challenge for him, of course, because he's never managed in the top flight before, but mm-hmm. I think he'll certainly throw himself at the challenge. Well, we shall see. Um, who's, I mean, you would think Leicester's possibly going to win this year, but then again, by Paul's all of a sudden gone bang. It would be quite something, wouldn't it, if Paul win the league and then Leicester go up. Yeah. Try, try explaining that to us <laughs> yeah. on speed, <laughs> Quite. <laughs> Elliot Hunt says, I'm watching back last night's meeting coverage from Bellevue. Can see how badly we gated in some heats at Wolves from the coverage clips. Yeah, gating was awful last night. It's going to have to be massively improved on, mm. on Thursday if Wolves are going to turn that round. And, and Craig Smee says, uh, was the track bad at Wolves last night? If you hear people saying it was a bad track. It was an interesting meeting in the way that, in the sense that it was close and there was a good atmosphere. The racing, I mean, the racing at Wolves in the last few weeks has been, you know, the, the last meeting against Sheffield and certainly the Bellevue match on on Bank Holiday Monday was was a superb meeting. It right. wasn't quite as good in terms of racing last night, but still, still interesting. I don't think the track was brilliant. It's um, just something it's, to it's bat just, blame, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, at the end of the what they say, Paul Whitman blames his tools, don't they? Yeah, but you, yeah. you know, at the same, it's it's for both tracks. So. Simon, right, let's get this one out of the way. Simon Corbett says Lambert thoughts. Well, as I've said, it, you know, Bellevue haven't done anything wrong in terms of the rules. It looks what what I'm intrigued about is the fact that. They clearly wanted to do this last week, didn't they? Um, we saw the post that Robert mm. Lambert put on social media, quite scathing at the fact that he made plans to come back over to the UK. He'd even got a Bellevue race suit, race suit ready, mm. and then they were told no. So I don't know certainly whether something's happened in the meantime, whether somebody's maybe you know, got somebody to scrutinise the rule book and they said, well, no, we are allowed to do it. Mm. And they've, they've I would down. imagine it would have gone to the SCB, wouldn't it? It's generally the yeah, way these things. I think happen. so. I know. I was talking to someone last night at Monmouth who was talking to Steve yes about it, and he was quite philosophical about it. He mm. says it is what it is, and it's 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 great for British Speedway that Robert Lambert's backing because it yeah the possibility that he might be at Bellevue next year if uh, or Kings Lynn. I was say, well looking at it. I mean, I was looking at the averages this last week. I mean, I think it, it's not if Bellevue box clever, depending on the what the points limit is, they could possibly have both Beale and Lambert next year. Which would be a really good top two. That would to be a hell of a top two, wouldn't it? Because Bealey's average is uh, nine fourteen from last from his last UK season, and Lambert is eight forty six. So it's not that high, you know. So yeah. I think both of them need. I, I, I mean, Dan Bealey, I think wants to race in the UK next year, and I think probably Robert Lambert does as well. And to be fair, I think they're at that age where they really need to be. Right. To be honest, they need to be riding in as many meetings as possible. And it would be huge for British Speedway to have the top two British riders mm-hmm. this year. And, you know, probably a, a, a two riders that are, look very likely to be alongside Tom Brennan, our best two riders over the next decade. Mm. And to have them all racing in the same team would and be possi- something else Possibly as well. Leon Flint could be a, an, mm. an, another one. He's not there yet, but he's certainly shown signs, yeah. signs of it, hasn't he? Uh, Ryan Douglas ruled himself out of Wolves as far as I'm concerned last night. Been disappointing since his mid-season injury, says Spuddy. 
I'm not two minds about um, Ryan Douglas to be honest because I don't think he's ever really mastered Monmouth, but he's right. a good, but certainly in the first half of the season he was very pivotal in quite a few of the away wins because he's because right. of his record on the big tracks. Um, at this stage, probably I'd say the from a, my own perspective, um, the three definites for next year for Wolves would be Masters, Luke Becker, and, and Leon Flint, and then the other ones you sort of work around the permutations. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the the as far as people like well, any rider really is, yeah. You know, if you're going to rep- if you're not going to have him, who are you going to replace him with? Mm-hmm. It's got to be better, absolutely, hasn't it? That, that's otherwise it's not not worth the job. We have got a match on, in taking place. Yes, uh, Plymouth versus Armadale. Armadale. It's currently forty-one thirty-one in favour of uh, Plymouth. So they're going to avoid the wooden spoon then, by the looks, looks of it. Looks like it, yeah. Mm. Uh, Bradley Grace says the thing is with Laguta does he really want to be in the GP series with a full year of no speedway or would he rather have a season in Poland first and go in next year I think if he was given the given the chance he'd probably jump at it yep um, will he get a season in Poland next year I mean we just don't know do we? well like I said earlier if if they are allowed back in Poland next year then all, all that tells me is that they shouldn't have been Stop from riding in there this year mm. because nothing's changed with the situation. Well, nothing's so. changed, but it might have might have done by then. Possibly, yeah. There is there is that, or they or can they ride under a different license? Yeah. Um. Uh, and Par- Craig Smith says Lambert is a like for like replacement. One GP replaced by another. Absolutely. Um, but Bellevue for me are in the box seat now. I think in terms of winning the. Winning the title, but and, obviously we'll... Uh, yeah, Spuddy says, well, Waffy Road race six league meetings for us before the playoffs, though. Yeah, so much, slightly yeah different very, very different. And, I mean, a lot of people said, well, Wolves got him on a fake average. Well, they didn't, because he, he's, his last season at Wolves was 2014, and he had a really poor season, and his average dropped. Mm-hmm. So it was a real average he was on. Craig Smee makes a valid point. I think the GP wildcard picks would have been more difficult if the Russian riders were able to come back in next season. Yeah, and. That's that. I mean, how that's another thing. When all this finally, presumably and hopefully, has boiled over, how do you get them back into the GP? Do you just say, "Well, we'll give you a place"? Do so the riders then go, "Well, hold on." I, do you know, you know what what I'm saying? It's that's a tricky one. It's difficult. Or do you say you've got to go through the the whole? Well, the fairest GP thing would challenge. be to say to go through the the GP challenge. Mm. Um, I mean, Artem Laguta, perhaps rightly argue well I won the world championship and I wasn't allowed to defend it mm-hmm. you know I didn't lose it because somebody beat mm-hmm. me I lost it because I wasn't allowed to defend it mm-hmm. so he's, 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 he can quite rightly say he's an undefeated champion absolutely mm-hmm. yeah Duncan Pemberton makes um, a point that I've seen before uh, even people seeing the GP lineup for the next season same old same old about time they scrapped GP riders contesting the qualifying round to stay in how can you be allowed to get in the next GP when you are still contesting the current one getting like a closed yeah shot? I don't like it mm. I don't like the wild cards anyway I, I just think to me it's sort of yeah, just, you hand it a place rather mm. than having to work to get through it um, I like the I like the original format that they did years ago when the GP first started, when you had top three from the Continental Final, top three from the Intercontinental Final, and then I think it was the World Under-21 champion at the time who 
possibly you could have that now as the European champion. They got the mm. they got the six picks. So I thought that was a better system, personally. But uh, can we just go down a little bit, please, Chris? Thank you. Uh, Derek Turner says it won't work if so many of the top lads ride in both leagues. I guess he's talking about promotion relegation. I mean, yeah, that is yeah, a fair that is point. Problem, isn't it? That is a fair point, and it needs to be sorted. Yeah. We need more riders. Yeah, Tom Brennan won't hit number one for Glasgow. We're now going to wait five minutes while he changes into his Kevlar so he can ride for Peterborough and hit number two. Yeah. That's what we're <laughs> <laughs> you could see it. You could I mean, see it. You could yeah. see it. Uh, uh, Dave Tyne says, if Edinburgh don't get a track, how can it be eight plus eight plus teams? I haven't worked that out, so is he right? Well, there's ten at the moment in the Championship, mm-hmm. isn't there? So, so we'd lose Edinburgh. and Leicester lose obviously gone, so that's Leicester. eight. Isn't anybody else going? Is there Glasgow? Oh, Glasgow. In Glasgow. If if I think if they're convinced, I think there's. I get the impression that they're trying to convince Glasgow to go up. Although whether whether they that's w- a call for them, isn't it? Because there's not local derbies at all. <laughs> no, that's the problem. That's their problem, isn't yeah. it? So. Uh, okay, uh, Ty apparently, I presume that's Ty, uh, or, or it's some new called Tia, is supposed to have signed for Bellevue already. Says Barry Young. Not that I know of. That's the trouble this time of year. You hear rumour after yeah. rumour. Yeah, so I, I, I could tell. I could tell you what our what Birmingham's team is on rumours. Yeah, you know. What is it? It's too high <laughs> for the bloody whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, sorry, you, 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 I missed that bit. Bewley nine point one, Lambert seven point six equals sixteen point seven. Frick eight point six, Zago seven point four sixteen. Not a lot of difference for next season if it happens. Well, I certainly don't see Zago being. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Back at Bellevue next year. Mm-hmm. Would be quite would be surprised. Um not even I mean even allowing for the injury, I'm not gonna be back either. He's looking to try and focus more on the G's than anything else, but mm-hmm. So Simon says riders could ride for both teams, you never know. I think what would happen if they did that is that the rider would ride for One the team. team that first signed him, yeah, and then the other team would have to have a facility. Mm-hmm. But what I could see happening is rider replacement for the same rider on both teams. <laughs> I well, could the, see that the, happening. The really ridiculous one was the knockout cup in 1989 when, Jason, when Jimmy Nielsen guested for Wolves in... 
he was guesting for Cridley in the first leg and Walls in the second leg so he, no. he got a winner's medal and a loser's medal in the same final wow oh, <laughs> yes, only in Speedway oh, I've got it out is that true? that is true yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> tell me why that surprises you <laughs> well, that's, that's 1989 so 33 years ago so it's not just in recent years when silly Speedway's done silly things <laughs> Spuddy has heard grumblings of Brady Kurtz to Leicester too. Don't they want him then? They're grumbling. Okay. Uh, only seeing clips from Wolves, the home riders seem to struggle. Masters on the outside. Kemp also spun round. Track seemed a bit poor. Perhaps Matt can tell us. It wasn't great. I don't think the track last night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to use that as an excuse because Sheffield on the on the day were just too solid. Yeah, and, you know, they they deserved the, the win. Like, track, it was a very it? good. Solid performance from Sheff- from Sheffield, and you know it's better. You know, you've just, sometimes you just got to hold your hands and say that the best team has won. And uh, I, I, I want to address this actually, and we should address it. In fact, that Swindon have gone. Have gone. Rich Thomas says Swindon have closed permanently. Apparently, a consortium including Terry Russell and Gaming International looking for new site. BS from all concerned. Well, I, I don't think it's it's BS and. I certainly hope it's not BS, but I do think that some of the criticism that has been levelled at Lee Kilby and the way in which it was has been levelled... I did see... I saw Lee's post on, on social media. Um, he also mentioned it on uh, the BSN as well when yeah. he was commenting. Um, and he's obviously very, very upset about it. it. Is, I mean, we yeah. know I mean, nobody you, works harder for that club than he does. Well, and I mean, if you cut Lee Kilby in half, it's, you know, he's, he's ridden right through and through, isn't yeah, he? You know, he's, yeah. a, he's a, you know, because obviously he's, he's father. I think if he cut his big toe, it's red and yellow. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it was it was flat after he did his walk, wasn't he, from Birmingham to I mean, Sheffield I understand year, people so. are disappointed. Of course they're disappointed. Yeah. I mean, absolutely disappointed. I mean... It's a massive blow to lose. It's, and, yeah. You know, I mean, we, we, we lost it twice. Yeah. I've lost my club twice. Yeah. Um, and it was... It's really, really upsetting. You know, there's no getting away from it. It's it's like somebody's taken a piece of your heart out of you, yeah. literally. Um, so I understand people getting upset, but to aim that at Lee Kilby, that's just ridiculous. He was quite upset about it as well, wasn't he? Mm, he was. He yeah, was. He was. Yeah. Uh, Pemberton, Duncan Pemberton says, Ree Lambert, Polish league and Swedish virtually done and dusted. So three extra days for him. My opinion is no one that's not racing in UK 2022 should be allowed to join a team at the business end of season. Yeah, I can understand that argument. Yeah, it's, Would it helped us with Greg, Greg Hancock's situation? <laughs> Well, to be fair, when you think back to that, I pulled in. They didn't really need to do it, I don't think, did they? I think I think they were favourites to win that final, even with that hang. Do you think so? I mean, we beat no, we beaten pool, yeah. I think, in in fairness, once once Hancock was in the pool team, I, I just felt that that, oh, that was deflated, overkill. Yeah, I think it just mm. flat, deflated Birmingham a little bit, mm. you know. And they sort of, they, especially in the first leg of that final, they sort of, you know, oh, both started legs. really. I mean, we lost the second leg as well, if I remember right. Yeah, but I mean, the first leg, I mean, the first leg was something like 20 points, wasn't it? Mm. And I think that just, I think that sort of got into Bergham's head a little bit, you know, with the, with the complaints really about it. And I think it was probably... There was uh, there was an atmosphere around Birmingham that year as well. That wasn't nice. No, but um, I don't think we'll go there, no, to be honest. So. But, yeah. There's a 
couple of YouTube uh, comments. Because um, uh, you remember to look this I week. I remember to look, yeah. <laughs> uh, Martin Guest says, uh, with so many riders doubling up, promotion and relegation would not work unless make, we make it automatic rather than the playoff type. Well, that's interesting. That could be a reward for finishing top of the league yeah. as opposed to winning the playoffs. I yeah. mean, that that is something to think about. It's um, a strange one, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Spuddy says was two wheeling into the bends last night. I presume he's talking about right, uh, yeah. I'd do a straight swap with Doggy for Pico, both on similar averages. I also think Steve will be back on a six point two nine and the British rider reduction. Steve, like, yeah, I like, I'm a big big fan of Josh Pickering. I think he's you know he's a terrific rider to watch. Um, Steve Worrell, I'm not so sure about. I think Steve Worrell will be back, but. Is he going to have as good a season this year? As I mean, he's had a brilliant season this year. I mean, I mean, I've worked him for him as Wolves' rider of the year. Mm. I think he's had a terrific season. He had a bad year at Bellevue last year, and he's ridden this season, you know, with one of the best riders in the with one of the top three riders in the league in the difficult number two position, and he's done really, really well. It's a gamble. Is he going to do as well next season? Because I think. With a, with a team, and this is why I think Wolves will probably look to be making a couple of changes. I, I always feel that in a team you need to have at, at least two rods that you can look at at the start of the season and think they're capable of putting points on their average. Mm. Not would maintaining you, your average probably isn't isn't enough. Would you look at Justin Sederman? Mm, not sure. Given his performance yesterday, because <laughs> um, <laughs> presumably he'd come in as a reserve. He would do, yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Mm. To be honest. Susan Jordan said, would love to see James Pearson, Justin Sedgman. No. I'm guessing there's more to that, but I don't. Oh, no. 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 Okay. Perhaps um, you'd like to explain that one a little bit for us, because we're a bit uh, nonplussed with that. Uh, The likes of Hancock at Paul, Woffenden at Wolves were underhand tactics with one purpose to win playoffs. But both were within the rules. Aces case is genuine losing their number one through injury, like for like replacement within Frick's average. I Paul, think I think we'll definitely agree with the last bit. Paul might argue that they bought Hancock in to replace Chris Holdrew mm-hmm. who sat for the can season. I, can so. I just leave that one up for a bit? I mean under with one purpose to win the playoffs. Well that is the only purpose for any speedway club. For any it? speedway club. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't you can't it's if you think that they've broken the rules. Yeah, it, and to be fair, when when we brought Ty Woffington in, it was a, it was a very unwolf thing to do because it was a you know Eunice Kilmacorpy had, had had a good season. Mm. Although he, his form had faded, and he had a, a I think at the time he had a he had a knock as well. Um, so the club made the decision to replace him, which was I think as CVS has said himself, it's not in his nature to, mm. to be as, as ruthless. I as imagine that they've, that they've they've realised that Ty was available, and why yeah. wouldn't you? Absolutely, particularly at Wolves. Yeah, yeah. And um, as I say, Tide obviously you know got a link with Wolves before he'd, he'd ridden for the club for four or five seasons. So yeah. I'm going to start an, uh, um, a room with that. Ty Woffington's already signed for Birmingham. <laughs> I don't think it's his favourite track. To be fair, though, it isn't. No, he's he's, 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 said, he's, he's said that because of that. Yeah. He had a really bad accident there. Uh, so yeah. I, they will. Every club, your club, my club, any club, will look at the rules and say, "What can we do under these rules?" Oh, we can do that. Yeah, let's do it then. 
every club worth their salt will do that. Well, we didn't do it in 2017 when we lost Lingard and Torcell, did well, we? Yeah, and it, we ended up losing the league title that season by pointing in the well, final. So. We should have done, maybe. Yeah, but, you so. know. Uh, do we think the Championship Jubilee League final will be completed? Seem to be running out of dates. Do we know this is this should have been done and dusted? It's supposed to be a summer thing. It same with, same with, done well, and dusted. Same with the League Cup final in the top mm. flight. I mean, the, the last qualifying matches in that were run in April. We're now in October and we still haven't had the final. Mm. Yeah, you know. So. Should, the weather's we, uh, been the weather's been pretty good, hasn't it? It's been yeah, one of the absolutely. best. The best summers. It should be done and dusted. I mean, we might be in a situation. I will make our minds up next week. That next week will be our last program, and there'll still be matches to run. I think if there's still matches to run, we'll probably do another one. But yeah. um, well, of course, we've got the two finals coming up: the championship final and premiership final. Okay, uh, Sir Jordan says Lee Kilby works hard for all clubs. Thank you, Lee Kilby. You're a star. And Rich Thomas says Lee Kilby put two videos on Facebook saying the new stadium was definitely going to happen. He's got to expect flack, freedom of speech, which has sadly gone from life. Not but personal, though. Not, a lot of it has uh, yeah, been personal. And, and, free, is, and people that quote freedom of speech very often quote it in one direction. You know, you're allowed to have, they're allowed to have their freedom of speech, but, the, but Lee Kilby's not allowed to have his freedom of speech and say he's been upset by it. Yeah. It works both ways. Um, Alan Ross has been very, very and quiet on the whole thing, isn't he? As he well, has, yeah. yeah. About it. Well, right from the start. Yeah. Um, he's got to expect flack. I'm sure he does expect flack, but he doesn't expect Not personal, personal criticism. and criticism of, it, of his family as well. Mm. Um, no, that's that's not that's not acceptable in my book. And if you wouldn't say it to somebody's face, then you shouldn't say it. Well, I've all, I've always said if you post something on social media. When you when you've written it out, read it first. Read it first, mm. and you think is that yeah. sort of thing you should, or should be putting on, you know? Yeah, and then read it again. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you think, well, people have looked at that yeah. thought, yeah, that's all right. To particularly, say, yeah. particularly it, so. if you're upset. Yeah. Which yeah. you know, I understand people will be upset and will. It's it's hard, and and I feel so gutted for yeah. the Swindon fans in the same way as I felt gutted. I mean, it was a great. I mean, it was a great track, and they just had redone it as well, and it was it was even better. They t- had their toilets was, had to be seen to be believed, but that's <laughs> <Yes>. a, <laughs> certainly smelt to be believed. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's another thing. Uh, Susan Jordan wants Pico at Brom, and Craig Smee says I can't understand why the stadium owners at Swindon paid all that money to move the track over and then shut it completely. It makes no sense to me. No. Well, we may never know the internet, so that. But I do. I, I feel for the Swindon fans, and I, I hope desperately that they can find somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's their biggest sport in Swindon. Is, is Speedway? Yeah, isn't it? it's a big club. Yeah. Big, big club. You know, it's become. It's arguably the, the do, arguably the dominant club pre-COVID mm. for, in the top flight, wasn't mm. it? So. And we've actually caught up. Well, and it's only it took three quarters for that. Well, so there we there go. you go. Yeah, thank yeah. you, it's thank you for that, record. everybody. Um, I suppose. Keep them coming as well, by the way. Keep yeah. The yeah, yeah, absolutely. It does keep finish fifty forty at uh, Plymouth, by the way. Fifty forty. Okay, so Over Plymouth the, uh, the Centurions. So Plymouth don't ta- take the the uh, wooden spoon then. Yep. Um, Armadale. Strongest team in the league, holding everybody. League, coupling fifteen point maximum for Armadale, mm. but uh, 
Uh, Danny Phillips, he scored 11. Elliot Kelly, 5. Tom Woolley, 7. Didn't pick up any points for RR, for Josh Embleton. Uh, Kai Ward, 2. James Laker, 0. So, good performance by their top two, but not really a lot of support after that for, for Armadale. No. Um, so, talking about next week, if next week is our last, or let's say when we come to our last, mm-hmm. it would be a nice little game for everybody to tell us what they want for their team next year, what who who they want to keep and who they, they want to replace them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wish list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um I do realise that puts me in the in a very bad position because I'm gonna have to Yeah. But hey ho <laughs> Lawrence might not be happy with me. Yeah. He's probably driving around here as we speak, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we quickly run through? I mean, we can get back to the um, the comments then. If we yeah through the um, the tables and uh, uh, and fixtures mm. uh, again, I'll put that up here. You actually moved up this. Uh, well, it was week. it was going to happen. Where have yeah, I moved yeah. up to? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me another six weeks, and uh, I'll still be in sixteenth. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm up to eighth. I'm not Adam. Deal. Bad work, and I had a bad work. I mean, everybody's well, got had the, a great work, have they? Really, yeah, everybody. Yeah. It's, every, it's almost identical. Yeah. Apart from um, the, the big Brown. win, it was yeah. You you had the best. You had the Jeffield win last night, didn't you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how good I am. It's still yeah. pretty. Uh, it's still it's still neck and neck. I think two points in it at the top there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt's going to uh, Matt's going to tell us what's going to happen if uh, it does lead all square, end all square. Aren't you, Matt? I am going to tell you. Go on then. You're not going to say yes. What now? Well, <laughs> he hasn't made it up yet. <laughs> well, well, I thought we made it up earlier. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what I've what I've done, I've kept a record of who has got the most correct scores. Yeah. Bang on. Right. Someone one. That's a person. Good one. Is, so it's count back essentially. Yeah, one person is is. Relatively clear at the moment. Obviously, I won't say who it is, mm-hmm. but uh, that's how I'm looking at doing it at the moment. Okay, that's a, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Okay, so we, I don't suppose there's that many fixtures this week then, is there? We have got seven at the moment. I think, okay. next, I think next season we should do uh, we should do playoff spots as well. Just to make it interesting. Let's not make it too complicated. So. <laughs> Getting carried away now. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, should we go for the thing? Let's go for the Duncan yeah. Pemberton says, as long as I finish above the Tavern Boys, I'll be happy. No, oh, there's a challenge. Oh. There's a challenge. Okay, well, one um, of us has got to, got to do it. Uh, it's not going to be me, I can tell you that straight no. away. <laughs> no, it definitely won't be you. Yeah. I believe it's your um, start this week, Matt. Oxford against Leicester in the uh, in the old playoff. That's been, we league. should say, Oxford's been, been, yeah, so. been a, a, a successful um, uh, start, hasn't it, for Oxford? Yeah. Oxford it's against Leicester. Streamed, I think tomorrow as well, mm. isn't it? Although yeah. they're, they are planning to stream an NDL match. I've seen. I'm sure whether it's that mm. one. I'm not sure. Uh, this I've, is an NDL, is it? Yeah. Okay. I've gone for Leicester by ten. Okay. Who have finished top? Yeah. Uh, we should say congratulations. It's up to you. Up to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we uh, Oxford versus Leicester? Oh, uh, okay. That's I'll in the NDL, by the way. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, right. Okay. So you could go anywhere, can you? Uh, Not that you know the difference. Oxford, hopefully. <laughs> I'll go Oxford by 10. 
Interesting. Yeah. Uh, shall I go for a draw? <laughs> <laughs> go for what you want, sir. Yeah, um, I'm going to say Leicester by two. Okay. Okay, next up, Sheffield against Wolves at Amazon Thursday night. Sheffield versus Wolves. Ooh. Careful. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm pretty good at uh, of doing this one. I'll go for uh, Sheffield by eight. So when we first came to this last week, I said it was going to be a draw both sides. Yeah. So obviously that's that's gone. So I'm actually going to say that Sheffield, uh, so that Wolves are going to win by four. Then it's squeaky bottom time. <laughs> well, not for you, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that leaves me, doesn't it? Yep. Go on. I'll go for it. Wolves by six. <laughs> you could, your heart would not let you go any other way, would it? <laughs> wow. My head's screaming at it, so what, the, what earth are you doing, man? Yeah. But we're not out of it. Yeah. Certainly not out of it. Four points. It's not, not insurmountable. Nowhere near. Right. Armadale against Leicester is the next one. Armadale versus Leicester. I've done much better of late, haven't they, Armadale? Yeah. Uh, Tough match, though. Yeah. Leicester. Leicester by 10. Me, too. Me next, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Leicester by 14, I've gone. Mm, I'll go Leicester by 12. OK, next up, the Championship Knockout Cup final first leg. Red car against Poole. Up to you, Matt. Pool by 12. I'll go pool by 8. Pool by 10. I was going to say you don't like red, but I know that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. No. Okay, next up is the uh, second leg of the NDL playoff. Water under the track. Leicester against Oxford. Leicester against Oxford. Din, din, din. It's up to you, Chris. Uh, I'll go Leicester by 8. Leicester by 18. Yeah, I've gone Leicester by 18. Mills and all up. Berwick against Millsall is the uh, next one. Playoff. Playoff semi-final. First leg. That's oh, oh, yeah, I'm going to say Berwick by two. I've gone by ten. Chris? I'll go Berwick by twelve. Rich Thomas has gone Leicester by twenty-four, by the way. <laughs> um, last one in the championship. Plymouth against Glasgow. Could be an interesting... That's going to be... Yeah, Glasgow may be deflated her... Uh, Two mm. hammerings against God. That, that was Paul, that, yeah. that was a well, yeah. Uh, it's up to you anyway, Matt. Draw. Whoa. The draw is almost like sitting on the fence. I think. You'll go. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Glasgow by six. So I, I look at these and I and I work out which one I'm going to go for a draw, mm. and it was going to be that one. <laughs> now yeah. you're going to change your mind, are you? I'm going to say Glasgow by two. And that's it. And there we go. Fantastic. It's going to be interesting next week, isn't yep. it? Yeah, it's going to be so interesting. So Bellevue in the box seat, I think, for the top floor title, regardless of whether it's Wolves or Sheffield, would you, you say? Would, you would think so, but it's a, fun, it's a funny old game. Mm. It's a funny old game. Um, some questions up the top here? Have we got some questions? Uh, no, I think... Uh, Oh, I can answer that one. Why no tactical subs in playoffs? Because it's over two legs. Yeah. And that just makes uneven amount of points in each leg, uh, which is just plain wrong. Yeah, and complicated, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think, as well. So, yeah, that's so, why. But, uh, 
I'm the same in Bellevue box seat. I think. I mean, it's you know 29 years since they were last won a title. I mean, Sheffield haven't done particularly well round by Bellevue, no. have they? Well, I mean, the last time Sheffield went there, I think it was 57-33. Yeah. They absolutely got... I mean, Wolves are probably the one team that haven't done too badly at Bellevue this season. Yeah. You know, won there in the first match. Strange, because um, the two tracks are so different. Yeah, but we've got riders who ride Bellevue well. Yeah. Um, and we, I, think the, I think the two league matches have been 12-point wins for Bellevue. So it's not... You know, it's it's a defeat, but it's not 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 pummeling like some other teams have taken. Yeah. Um, for a player final, it would probably be... Different when you've got seven Bellevue riders really pumped up for it. That's why they bought Lamerton, you know. I mean, they've, they've waited a long, long, long time to yeah. win a, a league championship. I think what's, what's been good for Bellevue as well when you look at their team is if you, you look at the bottom end, you know, you've got Bloodhorn and um, Brennan. I mean, they started on off averages of four for Bloodhorn and Brennan 377. I mean, Bloodhorn's finished on 636, Brennan's finished on 670. So they've both put uh, two, three points on their averages. Mm. You know, you haven't even touched on their top end strength yet. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they're a different team from the team that started the season. Yeah, uh, and, and we're the only team that have kept the the, the one seven right from the start of the season. So, but I, I just wonder. No, I think, I think the one thing that will who would you have not if you was going if you was going to have replaced somebody through the season? Kemp. Drew Kemp's Kemp. had a poor season. Mm. He's disappointed me. Mm. This season, really, I think that's where Wolves' Achilles heel has been at, at reserve. Been too many meetings where the reserves have been have been carried. Um, I mean, Leon Flint, through no fault of his own, has ended up as the number one reserve. Mm. You know, there's been a lot of pressure on him to deliver in meetings because Kemp hasn't. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm just yeah. Rich <laughs> Thomas says uh, still thinks you should do one show a month during winter to discuss news, signings, etc. And Chris Brown whoever he is yeah. said you can ask my wife if you like true yeah, yeah. yeah she'd be really happy with that yeah <laughs> um i i don't think i mean we will do shows over the winter we'll, do, yeah, the we'll, do, we'll certainly yeah. do one after the uh the, after AGM. the AGM. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure and um saying so, you know, that's going to happen but to say no I, I don't want to do something that's regular we need to time to recharge our batteries yeah. and think about how we're going to yeah do this differently next year and then come and do it exactly the same exactly, yeah. yeah that's right that's the way it goes it's a bit, bit bspa but different um wolves rate leon extremely highly it's clear to see he'll be back heard the rs is going in premier next season well i'm going to ask you a question about rs the rising star ah i'm going to ask you a question about leon flint okay in do a heartbeat. Would he might be back at Birmingham? I'd have him in a heartbeat. Right, whether, you'd, whether you would have him back, do you think it's possible that he might go back? He seemed to be showing the love at the when he won the the under twenty one, didn't he? Yeah. With, with I don't know. He's a Berwick boy through and through, though, isn't he? I mean, it's his home club, his home team. It really well. Scott Nichols was a, was an Ipswich man, mm. was an Ipswich boy through and through. But he he felt when he, as I say, when he was on our show, I mean, he said he felt that he needed to to move to get out of that comfort zone. Mm. Really, um, it would be advent- it would be advantageous for him, obviously, you know, to if he's if he's back at Wolves next year, which I'm fairly certain he will be for for Birmingham, especially if if he's there. If there's a Wolves rider on for Birmingham, mm-hmm. then might convince a few Wolves fans to make the trip over to Perryboar on Wednesdays, which would be good for. Birmingham's uh, coffers, I think. So, mm-hmm. 
I would love to have. He, he, I mean, he's a, just a great kid, and, and he's great for the team. He's great. He's great with the fans mm, as well. Really, yeah. really good with the fans. I've got Very lot, good. I've got a lot yeah. of time for Leon. You know, he's a he's a nice lad. Uh, Rich Thomas replies with, um, "I'm single. I'm good with other people's wives." <laughs> now, I'll just tell you. <laughs> I can just tell you this, Rich. I would be. I would end up single as well. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an interesting one. I, I'll, I'll put it out there for you. I'll get your answer, and then I'll give you my answer. Um, Duncan Pemberton says, "How does Matt fancy compiling a quiz live for a winter show?" And then you have to type your answers. It was really quick off the uh, mark there, Matt. I'm guessing your answer is going to be right. Probably ends with off. I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to turn it. I'm going to turn this around. Because I've just had a really interesting idea. Uh, I don't like your For one of, one of the shows, perhaps if we do do something over the winter, instead of us asking questions, mm-hmm. those guys out there can ask us questions one by one. So it'll be my question, then it'll be Chris's, then it'll be yours. Yeah. And we'll see who wins. So you guys... Would I ask the questions? How, what do you think about well, I, those I, apples? Well, when I used to do hospital radio, we did a quiz at, uh, every uh, Christmas. Yeah. So something possibly. Yeah, they could do a Christmas quiz, I suppose. Yeah. I've got a few prizes I can give away and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you go back down just a bit? Uh, Craig Smith says, I hope the Rising Star scheme isn't scrapped in Premiership unless they bring it back. Thank you. In the Championship and enforce that team's using a user Rising Star. There has to be a progression from MDL up to the Championship, then Premiership. It can't stop. Brennan and Flint is proof Rising Star can work, and they probably wouldn't have had the opportunity had it not been brought in. I think all all fair comments. I would love to see Rising Star. Yeah, I would. It would... I there seems the reluctance to to you to do it in the second C though. Same with the um, when you had before what comment what it was now you had years ago the picks. Um, oh yeah, I know. What, yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 really excited about next season because of course next year the World Cup's coming back. But you know, you think we could have Bewley, Lambert, Woofington, Brennan, yeah. possibly Liam Flint. I mean, that's that's going to be it. Yeah. That's a decent, that's a decent, decent lineup. It's a better, mm-hmm. much better lineup than we've had in the last few. Absolutely, World Cups. absolutely. So. Maybe it'll get more than one mention as well on the TV. No, it won't. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it was the draft. We had a draft. The draft system. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. That so. would, that 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 did build a lot of interest, and a lot of people watched that live on on. I think it was on Twitter, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and there's quite a few rides mm. I think that did. Benefited from mm-hmm. it as well. So. Paul Stark being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good rider, Paul Stark as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see it in the the championship as well, given some NDL riders uh, a chance. Possibly not both, but maybe just the one berth mm. in in the because you don't want people that are out of the depth, do we? Um, but yeah, I'd like to see that. That would be good. Apparently, uh, Rich Thomas was on. Uh, he was on Bullseye. Well, that's going back yeah. a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Did he win the speedboat, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> or, were you, or were you told this is what you could have won? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is what. Oh, and whatever it was. <laughs> that was a great impression. Absolutely fantastic. No, it really wasn't. No, and, it wasn't. I'm, and I'm proud that it wasn't. <laughs> Absolutely. Awful. Well, there you go, Rich. You can you can chuck some questions at us when we uh, when we sort that out. Chuck some darts at us then. Well, there is. 
<laughs> oh, hello. We have come to the... Well, that happened quick. Yeah. Right, well, good luck to all of you guys out there in playoff positions. Yeah. Um, particularly Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you for what is possibly our last meeting next week. But I think we might be We'll see. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Enjoy your stay. Webby, GA, and man, I'm here today. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.